Welcome to Money Conversations with KJ. KJ is a lifelong entrepreneur who's made a lot of money, lost a lot of money, and found his way back again. If you're looking for a sterile how-to, you're in the wrong place. KJ and his guests will walk you through real-life situations told by the people who live them, and they are as messy as they are inspiring. Each episode will offer lessons learned, advice on how to replicate successes and avoid pitfalls, and a new perspective to power your financial literacy. Far from a one-size-fits-all, this podcast can help you build a roadmap to your personal promised land. Milk and honey for some, whiskey and steak for others, and remind you that you're not alone on this journey. You ever wonder why some people struggle with money and some people don't? Not everyone has had the accessibility to financial education, whether through your parents or school. So it's time to be proactive and learn financial literacy. Through conversations, we will educate you from people's stories and their journeys about money. Understanding that the money game is the only way you're going to be able to get ahead. So let's educate you on the fundamentals of financial literacy. I'm your podcast host, KJ, and you're listening to Money Conversations with KJ. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. KJ here with Faith today. Hey, Faith, how's it going? Hi, how's it going? Great, guys. Guess what? Today, we don't have a good special guest. You guys are going to get Faith and I. We're going to talk to you today about these past over 50 episodes that have been on the podcast here, all these great stories. I just want to review some of them for you guys, the lessons learned. And I think Faith and I, what, we're going to talk to them people about what, some online banking stuff? Yes, we have some good stuff on online banking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, some of the, the, the things out there that, that people are doing just all across the world is, you know, you're doing brick and mortar online, uh, brick and mortar banking. And although a lot of people are jumping onto the online banking for convenience, what are other couple of reasons, Faith, that people should go to online banking or at least take a look at it? Well, there's a lot of perks to it. Uh, Something that is, or a couple of things would be that it keeps you up to date because it's online. There's electronic bill bill pay, there's alert of low balances, exporting account transactions, and just staying organized in between all of your online accounts all in one spot online. Right. Rather than going to, you know, now, multiple banks. I mean, uh, today in the, the brick and mortar banks, right? Well, the big boys, the, you know, Wells Fargo, U.S. Mm-hmm. Bank, those guys, they've all, you know, they know that they needed to keep up basically. And so they do offer a lot of these online banking services also, but it's, it's secondary. And I mm-hmm. think that people have just become accustomed to doing their online banking. And all they do is, you know, go to their bank to do their banking. Um, and don't utilize those tools where if you do strictly online banking, it's automatic, mm-hmm. right? To be able to set up the alerts and alerts are good. You know, if you're, if you're running tight with money, you need to know where you sit like daily. Like, right. you know, I get paid Friday. It's Wednesday. I'm down to $12. I'm like, I got to really know what I'm doing. Right. I don't want to go negative. Yeah, I don't want to go <laughs> negative. And then you pay fees and this and that. But let's talk about fees, right? Um, I mean, online banking has fees just like brick and mortar banking, but how much less are Uh, they? Well, not all. Some online banks don't have any monthly fees actually. And if they do, they, they are a lot lower. Yeah. Right. So what's a good way? I think people get nervous. What do you think are some of the reasons people are getting nervous about doing online banking? Maybe for like fraud reasons, you know, because maybe it could be easier, but I don't think so because they're still insured by the FDIC and, you know, pre- precautions, I'm sure, are being taken online. 
so that yeah no like safe. like any bank it, first yeah. of all in today's world you everybody can be hacked right, right. there's nobody's a hundred percent safe from hackers i mean if they want to get you they're going to get you mm -hmm. so and again the biggest thing is understanding that the online banks are fdic insured up to mm -hmm. two hundred fifty thousand per account right and so you're as safe as on an online bank as you are as a brick and mortar i think that's a big concern with people out there is the safety of oh how do i get my money it's all digital now for me to go get money and speaking about that, how do they access cash? How do people, you know, normally with a brick and mortar, you want to run down the corner and go to your Wells Fargo or whatever bank and right. and make a withdrawal of cash if you need cash. How do how do online people do that? Well, if it's under like $2,000, you could just go to the ATM. But if you needed more than that, then go into really any brick and mortar bank and you're going to do what's called a debit card cash advance. So tell the teller, but tell the teller that you need a Visa card cash advance so you don't confuse them. And then it basically is just like buying cash in a way. Right. It's just a little small fee and then you can take out a couple thousand dollars or whatever you need. Right. Like because, you know, I know that people, you know, usually you just need a hundred or 200 bucks for whatever. Yeah. As you and I always teach, you know, try to pay everything if you can with, with your credit cards, right? That's the safest way to mm -hmm. do any transaction is through credit cards. And why is that? OPM, other people's money. Exactly. If, if, you, if that card gets hacked or frauded on, you know, it's not yours. It's not your yeah. money. Don't worry about it. They're, you know, they're protected. They're insured for that happening. And that's why, man, I just can't advocate enough not to use your own personal debit card on anything, gas, mm -hmm. you know, the grocery store, anything like that. Get in the habit of using those credit cards and then paying off your credit card. Leave your debit card at home. Right. Mm -hmm. So even if you're carrying a one or two or whatever, many credit cards you have and you lose your purse or your wallet or someone, you know, robs you or whatever, you're like, that's not my money. Right. That they're right. getting ready to go get. I'm not really going to sweat it. I'm going to go home, make a phone call and get uh, and tell the credit card people, hey, I just lost my wallet. I need you to put a stop on whatever charges are coming through as of right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think um, for you guys that are out there, the lesson here is don't be afraid of online banking. Right. Right. It's the way of the future. How many are out there, though? How, how do they choose the right one? Oh, there are so many. You just got to do your research. They all are slightly different. They all have their own perks and, you know, pros and cons to them. So whatever suits you the most, just go for that one. Mm, you got a couple of names out there? I do. I do have a couple of the top ones, uh, like PNC Bank. They're really good. They have low cash mode, no monthly fees. Chime is becoming really popular as well. Also, no monthly fees. Ponds Bank, Discover, Wealthfront, which is actually a brokerage firm, but they're um, they're popular as well. Right, good. Like so, there's some for you guys to go out there and 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 you know do a little research on, see which one you feel most comfortable. But again, they're safe, guys. They they really are safe. It's growing exponentially. There's a lot of people jumping on there um, and doing that online banking. Mm -hmm. Well, so that was pretty good. So you know, I was looking at the episodes here. Right. And man, my highest episode download or uploads um, to, date. to date so far is actually my very first episode. And I think it's probably because of the um, the title to it. Right. I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, I could be wrong. It's hard for me to really tell. But it says path to re, uh, path to retire at age 55, which sounds very exciting. Right. Like mm -hmm. who doesn't want to retire early at 55? Mm -hmm. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you do the way that Mr. Banks um, started his journey in work 
and uh, was able to retire with a pension at 55, right? And that's a young age to retire at. So I think that's probably why um, he's had so many downloads. People want to know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because 55 is not that old. And, and But that, let's let's define the word retirement, right? What right. do you think most people think when, if they read that, it says path to retire at age 55? I think most people are like, oh my gosh, that's 10 years early. Like they're like 65 is when you retire, which I mean, some people think that way and maybe the government has made us think that way, but it's not necessarily an age. It's just whenever you're financially free and you don't need to go to work anymore and you have, you know, enough money so, to live. Yeah, that's the key that you don't have to work. You don't have to do what? Trade, trade time for money. Anymore. Exactly. So in his, yeah, in his case, right, he worked for a Fortune 500 company um, that gave him a pension retirement, which means he gets a check every two weeks now and he doesn't have to go trade time for it. Amazing. And that he was able to do that at 55. Now, um, if you listen to his podcast, you'll hear the sacrifices that he was willing to do, um, you know, from his early years, uh, knowing that he was going to retire at 55. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are wanting to get rich quick kind of thing. And um, it's not about becoming rich. Right. Any type of retirement is about income. Retirement is about income. Whenever you can get money coming in without doing something, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Residual income. Mm-hmm. Most people get there through investments. And in today's world, again, on that first episode, Mr. Banks, he did it through a pension, which is very few of them are out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few out there, but not a lot. And most of us have to um, invest our way into retirement to create that, what I like to call mailbox money, right? That every month I'm getting a check because my money's working for me. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately the goal. That's what we want to teach you guys here on this on this um, channel is to learn the fundamentals of uh, financial literacy to learn how to make money, make money. I just love that phrase. Make money, make money. Mm-hmm. Because do you want to trade time for money forever? No. Nobody does. Nobody right. Does. We all want to go out and do other things, spend time with family and friends and Travel, and yeah, experiences. Yeah. Right. All those things. And so. You know, money works three, six, five, twenty four seven. We don't, nor do we want to. So I think, guys, that the lesson of all these podcasts that you guys hear of all these different stories are that people are realizing. And one of the things I've realized through all these podcasts, and for those of you who have listened to, I would say, more than eight to ten of them, uh, the common theme is that most people aren't recognizing what to do with money till around age thirty. Until they look back and be like, man, I haven't really been handling my money right. I better kind of figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, some people like the number two podcast down uploads is uh, money mindset of a first generation immigrant. That was Mike who talked to us about how his him, his dad came here from Italy. Um, like a lot of stories you've heard, people come here from all over the world to America with no money in their pockets, right? Understanding that America is the land of opportunity, that you can come here and do whatever you want. Um, not breaking laws, obviously, doing things legal <laughs> and extent. above board, <laughs> right. but uh, the opportunities that, that this country gives people, right? Even mm-hmm. immigrants, you don't have to, you know, be born here to have these opportunities. You just have to get here legally the right way. And go to work and look for opportunities and take advantage. And that's what his dad did, right? Came here, started a business. Uh, A lot of people start businesses, the immigrants that come here out of necessity, out of 
I can't get a job because maybe they don't speak the language well, but they have other skill sets and they inadvertently become entrepreneurs. I don't think it was their dream. Hey, I'm going to go be an entrepreneur in America Mm -hmm. and make millions of dollars. I don't think that was a dream. I think the dream is let me come here and have the opportunities and the freedoms that this country gives us. And it inadvertently start these businesses and become entrepreneurs. And that's what Mike's journey was. And he learned a lot of lessons from his dad and a lot of travels that he did, a lot of traveling he did. Um, the number three, episode 33, um, was the grandfather teaches valuable lifetime lessons with money. What a great episode that was. Um, that was Tony Adams. And his grandfather taught him lessons when he was literally like seven, eight years old. And again, if you guys listen to a lot of my episodes where and I, I try to talk to people about we are learning more things about money between the ages of five and eight than people even realize. You know, I talk to folks who don't want to start talking to their kids about money until they become young teenagers. But I, I we know now through conversation that oftentimes that's too late because by a 13 to 15 year old, you know, my call kid already has a mindset with what and how they treat their money. And I found through conversations that some of them are savers and some of them are spenders. Mm -hmm. And is it hard to break a habit? Yes. (laughs) Really hard, right? Um, I know you and I started talking money. You were, I didn't even start teaching you until you were 15 though. Right. What did you think? I remember you, you were speaking about that. Share with the audience. Well, I think that is a good age, even though you said it could be late, but I think that it's like early enough that it's like I had a thought about money, but it wasn't like set in stone yet. You know, like I'm still young and my feelings and like beliefs about it are like still malleable. So definitely what you taught me at such a young age has stuck to now I'm almost 23 and I feel differently and like better about money. Well, I mean, how are you compared to your peers? Um, maybe I'm biased, but I think like pretty good, better. <laughs> right. Right. But I do think I, I've noticed that, um, in the last few years that your peers are trying to mimic what you do with your money. So yes. they're kind of a byproduct of the things that you've learned that I've taught you. Yes. I've inspired them for sure. And I've, you know, spilled some knowledge onto them as well so that they, they know, they know better too. Yeah. Right. And I think so you're sharing and and I end almost every episode with guys, we have to talk about money. We have to have money conversations, Yes, whether you're 15, 20, 30, 50, whatever age you are. But tell me or share with the audience. Have you tried to have conversations with someone, a peer of yours? Maybe you're out and they just shut you down. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah, because sometimes it can be like a taboo topic, you know, like I don't want to talk about how much money I make. I don't want to talk about how much money I have in the bank or whatever. You know, it's like some people don't want to talk about that. It's just a bit of a touchy subject. But I'm like, you can talk to me about it. Like, I I know a thing or two. You know, my dad has taught me a thing or two. So, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, brag to you. You don't need to, like, be embarrassed. And I'm not embarrassed. Like, let's just, like, educate each other and, like, you know. I think that's a good word, embarrassed. Right. Mm-hmm. And I talk about how there's two sides of that embarrassed. Mm-hmm. The one side is, hey, maybe they are doing decent or whatever, or they have access to maybe they have wealthy parents or something. Right. And they're embarrassed to talk about it because they do have money or have access to where the other side of the embarrassment coin is they don't have any mm-hmm. and they, or they know that they're not doing the right things with money. They right? don't want to hear the truth or something. Yeah. Do you think? Because, yeah. you know, at 22, 23 years old. Um, I think uh, in that age, 
you're kind of thinking you know it all already and this is how I'm going to do it. But you see, you can see through actions if they're doing the right or wrong things. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but either way, I think we got to talk about it. Yeah. We have to have money conversations. This is why I, can, I named the, <laughs> the channel Money Conversations with KJ. You guys can all talk to me about it. You know, let's come on here and not just learn from what I can share with you, but I want to have you hear real life stories. It's just not me teaching you. Although, guys, if you do want to learn from me, Faith, where can they learn from me? Well, we have questions of the day that come out every day. And then every Saturday we answer them and we, you know, sprinkle a little knowledge on everyone every week. Yeah. So if you guys go ahead and, you know, follow us on Facebook, uh, Money Conversations with KJ. On everything, really. On everything, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, right? The website. Website. Everything is Money Conversations with KJ with at or dot com or wherever it may be. Mm -hmm. And follow us again on Facebook, like Faith was saying. We do a question of the day. We want to uh, get you guys thinking about money. So um, four days out of the week, our questions have to do some some kind of around money type of question, right? Mm -hmm. And then what do we do on Fridays? Did you have a fun question? It's either themed about what time of year it is or what a month it is or a holiday that's in year round. Yeah. We just kind of try to keep it fun as well. Yeah. Try to keep it a little light and fun. And then, uh, you know, and they're what? They're just 30 seconds average. Yeah. 20 to 30 seconds. 20, 30 seconds. You'll see it. Listen to it. Listen, comment. We love hearing the comments on yes. there. We've been getting more comments we have. and uh, we answer them and then uh, we review them every Saturday. We uh, what time do we let our video out? 10 a.m. Every Saturday. 10 a.m. Um Pacific, Pacific time, right? Yes. We're in Vegas. So we let them yes. out 10 a.m. Pacific. So depending where you're at on the planet, because I have listeners all over the world at this point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, go in there and, and watch the review where we actually give our input on the answers of that question of the day. Our in-depth answers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and not you're talking seven to 10 minutes. Those videos are. So yeah. we're not asking you guys for a lot of your time, but I think it's a lot of food for thought thinking about, you know, money, whether you're struggling with it or maybe you're trying to share something with somebody, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you've had a conversation and you're like, hey, I heard that. I saw that on question of the day. Mm-hmm. Let's go back and review that. That's pretty cool. You know, um, some of the other things that we, through the podcast, you know, those first 50 plus episodes over the last 18 months is um, people wanting to learn how to make more money, right? They don't have enough money. And so I know we've done trainings and we've talked about side hustles. Mm-hmm. To share with the people what we've kind of dug up and found for them. Um, well, as a definition, what a side hustle is, is it could be like something as a hobby that you turned into making money for. You know, if you like make something or if you sell something on the side, you know, whatever you could be passionate about, if you can monetize it in any way. There's lots of ways of monetizing. Like I know that, you know, you were just trying, you were cleaning out your closet Selling some of my items, right? Yes. Making a few bucks. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and so there's simple things like that. How easy was that to do? It's not easy. It's the, I mean, it's easy, but it's not like. Simple, not easy? Simple, not easy. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. But either way, I mean, listen, we all have to put some sort of effort into making some extra money. Uh, Yeah, right. Of course. Right. But I like how you started with the def, there's the definition of a side hustle versus a second job. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? A second job would be literally going to a place and applying for an actual job and trading trading your time for money. But a side hustle is you know just creating your thing, like I did, clean out your closet, and sell your clothes, or you know paint something and, and sell it, or make some little knickknacks and sell it, or you know whatever it may be like that. 
or just different learn another skill set an online skill set right uh-huh. there's affiliate marketing which yeah. is huge i mean oh there's gosh. people out there that are making just tons and tons of money on affiliate marketing mm-hmm. you can go down that rabbit hole and that's something that i can share with you guys even though you'll hear a lot of um we'll call them affiliate marketing gurus trying to sell their programs, telling you how easy it is. So a lot of these things are simple, just not easy, meaning it takes a lot of time and effort and affiliate marketing, even though you're going to hear some people tell you, you don't need any startup money. You, depending what type of affiliate marketing you're doing, you're going to need a few dollars to kind of get started. Nothing's totally free, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if in the side hustle world, you be ready to put a couple of bucks. Even I think the most, the, the, the best investment that, that you can do if you're, you want to learn a side hustle online is to first invest in yourself through education. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I remember the podcast that we're doing, right. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I'm like, I don't know anything about podcasting. What do I know? I don't know anything. So I found a particular individual that had a course teaching you all the ins and outs of podcasting. I said, that's what I need. And I paid 500 bucks for it. Not a ton of money, uh, a chunk of money, but not a ton of money. Uh-huh. Right. That gave me all the ins and outs, uh, the right equipment, um, everything it takes to do podcasting to where now where we're sitting here at the podcasting table with all of the right equipment. 51 episodes later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, I know how to do it. And now mm-hmm. like anything else, once you learn it, it becomes second nature and it's just easy to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so my point is invest in yourself in some training programs. Now, the guys I've seen training programs out there as low as ninety nine bucks uh, up to fifty thousand or one hundred thousand dollars. Right. To have people teach you certain things. Now, I wouldn't recommend jumping into, you know, a five figure training program without first investing smaller amounts to test to see if that's a direction of field that you really want to go into. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, most people know by now that I'm a real estate investor, right? I, I flip homes and yeah, no, I invested. I didn't know how to do that either. Uh, but I invested in a program years ago, thousands of dollars, right. To learn how to do that correctly. I knew construction. I just, but playing the real estate investing game, um, Again, simple, not easy. You really need to know what you're doing when you're dealing with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that, that my advice, guys, is there's so many programs out there that'll teach you all kinds of different things. I would say eight out of ten are worth it. Eight out of ten are worth it. Um, and I can share with you that if you listen start following whoever it is what you want to buy their program from follow them on all their particular channels go watch as many free youtube trainings you'll learn a lot that way for free and um and most people will teach about 85 90 percent of what you need to know it's that 10 percent secret sauce that they leave out and that 10 percent secret sauce i like to call it is really vital it's like the last pin in the widget wheel that actually makes it work. Right. Mm-hmm. So don't try to shortcut it, but you can learn a lot for free just by following certain people. I mean, if you follow me on this channel, you're going to learn a lot, or I have a program, you know, that will teach it to you from A to Z, or you can try to piece it together. Right. Um, you know, so yeah, go check it out. It's over on money conversations with KJ.com um, is the Website page, some introductory videos in there. Talk to you about the program that's available for you guys to uh, go in there. It's a small investment um, that you can have access to those trainings, unlimited access. 
right? While it's up and it'll be up for a while, I'm always trying to add to it. We're putting together now a different type of action plan for that program. And we hopefully will have that uh, coming out here in the next uh, 90 days. But guys, what time of year is we coming up on, Faith? Graduation time. Graduation mm. time. Which means what? People are graduating high school and college. High school, college, yep. Right? And how many people have we talked to that are graduating, either one of those, and didn't take one one course in, in finance? Probably almost all of them. Almost all. Unless you were specifically knowing that you're going to go down the road of finance, mm-hmm. you didn't take any. Right. So we believe that our basic financial literacy course that we have to offer for everybody that's out there um, is going to get you on the right track. Mm-hmm. It's going to get you thinking and acting right with your time and money. It's going to get you thinking about things that I know you're not thinking about. You're not thinking about asset protection. Mm. You're like, don't, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. At that age, you're not thinking about that. You should be thinking about that. Um, Investing, right? Most people think, well, I'm not going to invest until I have what? Money. Right. Um, You need to know where you're going to invest because the minute you start making money, you need to invest. And it's funny that I, when I talked to Mr. Banks, I I talked to him years ago and I said, you know, I, I think of my money as little soldiers. Every dollar bill is a soldier. And I send my soldiers out to the field to go recruit. (laughs) So he's always asking me, he goes, hey, you got your soldiers out working? I go, you know it. Of course. Of course they're out working. My boys are always working. They don't just sit in the bank. So guys, it's just so important to invest. The only way you're going to retire at any age is from investing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of people out there think, well, I got a job and I have a 401k. And so that I'll, you know, my 401k is going to be my retirement. What do you say to those people, Faith? Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, not good luck. I understand that 401ks were never, never intended to be your retirement. Right. Never. Most they, people don't know that, though. They don't know that because they're sold a bill of goods. No, that's my retirement plan, my 401k. And the reality it is 95% of people never have enough money in their 401k to retire anyway. Um, and they don't realize like, hey, that money hasn't been taxed yet. Yeah. Wait till all the taxes wait till, come out and then you really don't have and enough. And then you're really like, holy crap. And so what did they end up losing though? Time. Lots of time. Definitely. Right. One of the lessons in the in the program is compounding. How valuable time is. How valuable yeah. time is compounding, right? Mm-hmm. Compounding is our family. We got to start early. Definitely. We got to start 18. early. Yeah. Because remember, we were talking about that money lesson the other day. Would you rather have, if I could give you a million dollars right now or a penny a day doubled for 30 days? A penny a day doubled for 30 days, for sure. At the end, you'd have like $5 million. Right. Versus just the million. Mm -hmm. But we talked about when does it make most of that money? In the last five days. In the last five of the 30 days. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have to be patient with compounding. Right. But it is our friend. It will make you wealthy. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. A hundred percent will do that. Um, so, guys, listen, just again, follow us on all our different um, platforms. We're out there. We're here to help you to uh, mainly I want people to have conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. And if there's nowhere like people are afraid to talk, message us, send us an email. What's our email? Where can they email us at? KJ at moneyconversationswithkj.com. Just send us an email and we'll email you back. Any questions you have, you could also just DM us on um, Instagram or Facebook. We'll also get back to you that way as well. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I've had some questions lately. Um, let me see. The latest one was someone asked me, should I invest the equity in my home? That was a great question. Mm-hmm. 
But the great answer, where do we put that answer at? I think it's on, on our YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and, and hear that, right? Because in today's world, with the, the house pricing going unbelievably crazy, like 20% last year, we'll hit double digits this year. People are building some serious equity. And for the people like, well, I don't have cash to invest. Like, yeah, you do. Right. But there's a there's a there's a there's a formula of whether you should or shouldn't go check it out on the YouTube channel and then DM us if you have any other questions. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, What else you want to share with the people out there, Faith? Mm, I'm not sure. (laughs) You're not sure what you want to share with them? I feel like we talked about a lot. We did. We did. But again, I want to thank all of the folks that have come out here and, um, engage with me and telling their stories to all of you guys, because again, I think they're very inspirational. And by the way, any of you out there that want to be on the podcast, you want to share your story, just get in touch. I'd love to have you. We'll do them typically depending, you know, if you're not in my city and trust me, I've done podcasts from people on the other side of the planet. We just get on a zoom call and uh, we'll just record a zoom and do a podcast and hear um, your story, whatever it may be. Let's, Let's all just share our stories and learn from each other and not make mistakes that cost you. I'm not talking about money. It could cost you money, but more importantly, time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, time is our most valuable asset. Well, shoot. I hope you guys got a lot out of this and uh, I definitely have some other episodes coming up. I've um, booking more people to share more stories teach you guys some more life lessons that other people are doing out there in their lives, whether they're good, bad, or in between, right? Mm -hmm. We're all here to help you guys do that. So here at Money Conversations with KJ, we love to talk about money in a positive way, but we'll listen to them negative stories too. Let's turn a negative into a positive. I mean, that's just life. Negative and positive things happen. Every single day. And remember, I always say opportunities are open to us when? All the time. All the time. All the time. You just have to learn how to recognize them and they'll help you. All right. All right, guys. Well, good. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Again, reach back out to us. Any platform you want to. Money Conversations with KJ. And we're out here for you guys. Until the next episode, Faith, we'll see you on the computer and I'll see the rest (laughs) of you guys next week on the episode. See ya.